Welcome to the Dirt by Breeder podcast. My name is Jeremy, and here is another episode from riders from the 2023 Fink Desert Race. This one is Catherine Scoble. Now, we have sat down with her previously and had a great interview about her career. This chat is just about the race and kind of how she felt and obviously what's coming up next for her because she has a very busy year. Thanks again to everybody who has supported the podcast and is continuing to support. It means a lot to us. Also, to the companies that are supporting us as well, B&B Off-Road, On Point Motor and Suspension, Sherby's Australia, Whole Shot Graphics and Adventure On Store. As I keep saying, please check out 10 Deserts for Tory. It means a lot if you go follow along and donate whatever you can. We're so close to 10 grand and it would be awesome to get over that. Uh, I will be leaving, not too sure when actually to be very fair, but it'll be done and I'll try and cross the 10 Deserts of Australia, taking Tory's name all the way across and raising as much money, but also awareness for maternity wards in the central west of New South Wales and regional across Australia. So please go donate, go follow the page, and uh, yeah, until next time, get after it. Cheers. All right, here we are, Catherine Scoble. How are you? Yeah, I'm going really well, Jeremy. How are you? Fan- well, I'm good. I mean, uh, I didn't just finish Fink, though, so how are you feeling? Yeah, feeling pretty good, actually. We got back to WA on Tuesday night and back to work on Wednesday, so I haven't really had much time to recover, but my body feels pretty good. And yeah, not really sore anywhere, so can't complain. I mean, it, it was a it was a cracking thing, and it was really cool to to see a women's class as well. You've been racing there for so long. How how was it to be a part of the first actual women's class of racing? Yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, I didn't really change my prep too much for it, but I guess there was it was good to have a heap of other girls to um, cheer on and and see them make their journey for their first think. So yeah, that was exciting and. I had lots of messages in the year leading up to uh, from tips and pointers and things like that. So it was good to share some of my experiences. But I think I got more excited seeing all um, 19 of us finish, which I don't think anyone would, would probably expect that to happen. But, yeah, 19 finished. So, that, yeah, I was really stoked with that. Yeah, I mean, it really shows the level of the, of the writing as well. I mean, your times as well. Absolutely awesome, you know, compared to the last couple of years where the track's rougher now, your times are still on par. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I went nearly half an hour quicker this year than what I did last year. I was over 50 seconds quicker in my prologue than what I have ever been before. So, yeah, the track was way more gnarly, but I, I guess um, we're finding the speed and we're trying to hold our own in such a big big field mm. well i mean it was really cool to see as you said before like a, a large group of girls heading off at the very start of the race because of the reverse order what was it like yeah. lining up at prologue knowing you were just surrounded by a bunch of other women taking on the fink i thought it was pretty cool but um everyone everyone was sort of it, the same as when i was in class four everyone sort of gives you the thumbs up and says good luck i think we probably said yeah the girls a few times so that was pretty cool um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm pretty quiet on the start line, so I sort of just said good luck to everybody, but it didn't really say too much. No, um, you're just throwing daggers with your eyes. Yeah, I probably was. I probably was. <laughs> Poor Taylor, she's sitting next to me, probably thinking, shit, this chick doesn't talk. But no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was good. And I could see the excitement with, um, you know, the new class and all these um, people experiencing Fink for the first time. So it was really exciting to see that. And, but yeah, I do. I do miss my class four, but um, class nine is probably where it's at for me now. 
Well, look, it was, that's another thing, you know, class four is where you were before. And it must have been also cool to see like a, the top three or Hondas as well. It's been a, a while since the Hondas taken a, like a full <laughs> class win like that. Yeah, because it's like old school think back when the CR500s were dominating. Yeah. And now um, Class 9 is just, yeah, yeah, pretty much Honda where it is where it's at, which and, is really cool. Yeah, it is. And, and why is that? Why, why are the Honda? You know, there's so many other kind of 250s out there. Why why do you find the Honda the best bike for think or for riding? Um, I guess they're, they're probably a bit down on um, speed for against the Huskies and the KDMs, but they just handle really well. And um, being being female and maybe a little bit less um, physically strong, I just find that I can if I want to turn the Honda, it'll turn. I don't have to fight it yeah, or anything. Right, so, yep. and I think that's sort of similar with um, the other two girls that were on the Honda 250s as well. We just we just know that the bike handles well. So yeah, you commit on a bike that you know is going to do what you want it to do. Absolutely, and I mean yeah, you're right about the. Kind of down a bit on power, but yeah, the way you girls can handle those bikes and, and put them into the situations that the boys are in and beat a lot of them, it, it definitely shows that they, they kind of gel with you a lot better. Exactly, yeah. Um, I've, yeah, heaps of people now, they've gone away from the Hondas, whereas back in the day, there was probably a few more, but I don't know, maybe give them a go again and you'll probably be, um, even when I went from my older bike to my 23 just at the start of this year i couldn't believe how fast it actually was compared to what i've been racing in the last couple of years so they're, they're coming back oh look yeah we, we'd love to see a honda back nothing like a like a what is it cr 450 from like 06 07 08 oh man that were the that were the bikes in the desert and to see you guys kind of <laughs> swinging off the back of them now is even more exciting yeah, definitely, <laughs> and they sound cool too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we won't go that far, but okay. But uh, so let's talk about race, let's talk about race day. How did how did day one line up for you? Uh, day one, I'd never really started left um, Alice that that early before, so I didn't really know what to expect. I was a bit nervous. I was thinking, oh my god, why am I so far up the field? Um, but yeah, left think and just got smashed with rocks and dust, and had to sort of just get through the first 25 um, until I could see again. And I thought I was going pretty well and and then um, had a bit of a moment at the 105, just was trying to chase a 500 through a river. I don't know why, but <laughs> hit, a, hit a sharp edge and came off. But um, sort of regrouped pretty quickly. Uh, I felt a bit rattled for a little bit because, mm. yeah, it's just I just didn't expect it. To, I knew I was potentially could have crashed but I didn't it just happened so quickly so yeah it took me three or four k's to get myself going again and then then got going and um Alex Long passed me at 155 and sort of told me I needed to go a bit quicker so (laughs) so I rode with her for a couple of k's and then she had her hill stop then I had mine and then there was about 60k to go and I I knew I had to catch her otherwise the podium was probably going to be a bit too hard for me. Um, so, yeah, managed to catch her coming into the river into Fink. And um, don't know, I don't know how to ride rocks, but I, I gave it a go and I managed to get across the line just before her. So, yeah, I guess I rallied and came back out after day one better than I was expecting. Yeah. So that was good. Well, that's awesome. I mean, you, we just said before, that little moment, though, it cost you, uh, cost you a part on your bike. Yeah. Yeah, I um, <laughs> managed to lose some of the bolts out of my dampener and um, my dampener was sort of hanging off so I'm glad I didn't lose the whole thing but it, it didn't really work for me for the rest of the race so 
Wow. Oh, well, I just had to be a bit tougher and hold on. Just, uh, you just, just do it all on the back wheel. You don't have to worry about the head shake if, you, if the front wheel's not touching the ground. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I'm not really good at wheelies, but I had a go, so that's good. <laughs> Look, with the amount of power in that 250, just sit on the back and let it go. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. the skin yeah, across exactly. the dirt. How did you, how did you find uh, the actual Fink track compared to like, you know the couple of years you've done it before? Yeah, I, think, oh, I was... The, the, the whoops were a lot bigger than um, sort of last year. And then I think the sharp edges were just everywhere. I hadn't really experienced um, hitting sharp edges in sand whoops before, but they were there. And, um, <laughs> yeah, they were there, yeah. <laughs> a few people came unstuck. Lucky I didn't throw the whoops. But, yeah, it was just, yeah, there was just sharp edges everywhere and, and they were probably a bit bigger than what they were. Um, over the previous years, not as bad as sort of 2018 when when Fink was a to- total different ball game. Mm. But um, yeah, there was definitely not as many river rocks, which I was really happy about, which oh, is cool. Nice. Yeah, right. It's so interesting to hear so many different people's take on it. And I mean, you guys had such a cool battle, you know, not even just with the girls, like with all the other riders. And you know, I've heard some stories back where they've kind of seen you flying through, which is uh, always cool to hear. And um, I think from Fink's perspective, it was definitely rougher. But um, the times you girls have said, or just any, all the riders have said, is just awesome compared to you know how much the tracks kind of degraded since uh, you know last year and the year before. Yeah, exactly. Like. Last year, I thought um, the track was the smoothest I was ever going to see it, and all I wanted to do was under a three-hour time, and I didn't manage to do it last year, but then this year, I went 251 and 247, and the track was rougher, and yeah, I was stoked to get under three hours, because that's all I've ever wanted, and I've seen so many people do it, and I've always thought, Jesus, why can't you do it, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> finally finally we did it with a much rougher rougher track which is cool no look that's awesome I and mean, that's a, a huge thing for you but you mean you have been busy busy riding and racing it seems you never have a, an off moment and I, I think uh you heading over to now back to do Hattar is, uh, is a big thing as well yeah yeah so the opportunity came up for me to go to Hattar um one of the families of one of the young girls over here um have offered to take my bike over for me so I thought hey, let's have a go and I'll get to experience her first sort of national enduro, which is which is really cool to see some of the young girls coming up and then hopefully I could give her a bit of experience and some advice and then, then just get to race it myself, which I'm really excited about. I haven't been there since the boat race of 2019. <laughs> so um, hopefully it's a bit drier this year. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people do because that definitely was a boat race. I mean, some of that footage was amazing. And I think it was really <laughs> cool when you girls get to come over here and uh, and or anybody from the West Australian side gets to come over and check out the East Coast riders because you guys had the four-day just recently, you know, and, yeah. uh, and really got to see the East Coast as absolutely fly and floor around uh, West Australian tracks. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool to see so many great riders over in the West and it's been 10 years since we had the four-day here mm. so I know the, the crews over here worked really hard and heap of the riders from WA got to experience, you know, racing at national level because, you know, living in WA, it's a, it's a huge cost and experience to get to the East Coast so it was really cool to see so many, you know, people come over to the to WA and experience what we experienced. Oh, 100%. Well, look, as I said, massive congratulations for your weekend. It was uh, it was really cool to see, you know, the first class of girls to be out there and you guys really did battle and, um, you know, hopefully next year we'll be able to see you on the top step. 
<laughs> yeah, well, not sure what's going to happen next year. Hopefully, we'll be lining up again. But um, yeah, we'll we'll give it a go, and if we're there, we'll we'll be battling again. I'm sure. Well, no, we we as we keep saying now, I think uh, I think it's time for you to step up to the 450. We can get you a nice little CR, get it all dressed up for you, and we can just watch you flap off the back of that. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly fell off the 250. I don't know if I'd even make it to deep well on the 450. <laughs> Look, it'd just be a great. It'd be just great watching you go through the stadium. That's all we're saying. You know, after that, we don't care if you swap to a 250. Just give it to us in the stadium, all right? Okay. Yeah. No worries. We'll do that. I just let Fink know that I might be riding two different bikes next year. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much, and uh, look, we look forward to seeing you at Hatter. Brilliant. Thanks, Jerry.